You may ask. How did this tradition get started? I'll tell you. I don't know. But it's a tradition. And because of our traditions, every one of us knows who he is and what God expects him to do. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Let's Talk Torah. I am Rabbi Tzvi Jacobson with NRM Streamcast. We'll spend our time talking Torah, learning stuff, and having fun while we learn. You are listening to a live broadcast of Hey 19, where we will educate, illuminate, and entertain. You can always send your questions and comments to our mailbag at Let's Talk Torah at gmail.com, and I will answer as many questions as possible. I am pumped. I am excited. We have an amazing mother and daughter, but the mother keeps telling me it's the daughter, not her. We'll find out as we have our conversation. They look very cozy. Um, Alana, that's the daughter, by the way, is a spokesperson for High Lifeline and Larger Than Life. Plus, she started her own foundation called the Koenig Childhood Cancer Foundation to help families with children recovering with cancer. Did I mention she's 11 years old? How are you guys today? Good. You're good. Okay, good. I see you both. Excellent. So first we got to find out who everybody is so they know who we're talking to. So, you know, we got to honor our parents, of course. So, Alana, we're going to ask your mother first. Um, who is Rena Koenig? So, I am, I'm from Azerbaijan. You can tell by my accent that I have accent, Middle Eastern accent. I came to the United States 20 years ago. I went to graduate um, from um, the school two years ago. As a matter of fact, I did my MBA at Ilana's bedside. And uh, at the moment, I am working in the business management section of a social media company called Glow. And I'm raising this beautiful girl and her sister, Sabrina. And uh, I am a proud mom of two heroes. Amazing. Two heroes is a good way of putting it. And I must say, Alana, you have a fantastic smile. So, oh, that was a little background. Yeah, very good smile. So just to introduce yourself, um, first tell me where you live and tell me where you're supposed to go to school. I know it's Corona, so we all get to stay home. Yeah. Um, Well, I live in Manhattan on the in the Upper East Side um, I go to I, I'm supposed to go to East Side Middle School but um, since the coronavirus has taken over Manhattan I'm only doing it on the computer okay so are you keeping up with all your work or are you making your mother crazy both both Ex- well said very, very good. Um, I know we're all cooped up, and hey, look, I have a backyard, so it's freezing cold, but at least my children can go into the backyard and play basketball. What do you do in an apartment in Manhattan? Well, it's kind of cooped up. Um, we, we, every once in a while, we go on, like, 
long walks, but it's not, we're not, we don't go too away from the apartment and we, it's, it's almost only three times when we go grocery shopping. Okay. Not so bad. So as long as you get out a, a little bit. So we're going to talk, but um, Alana, do you have to be more careful because of Corona? Well, since I got cancer, my blood counts have been lower, but they have definitely gone higher and higher over the years, so I'm getting better and better. So if the coronavirus hit, let's say a year ago, I think that I would have been in more danger, but now that my blood counts are much higher... I think that I'm, it's, it's okay. I'm safe. I'm safe for now. Great. That is always something good to hear. So, um, Alana, your mother tells me, even though she said I'm supposed to say I heard, but of course I heard it from your mother, um, that you've been helping Frontline with PPE. That's, I guess, the different safety equipment for the doctors, for the nurses, for healthcare professionals. Um, what triggered you to get involved? I mean, yeah, which I tell you. You're in sixth grade. I'm looking at my fifth grade son at home, and I can assure you, he doesn't know what PPE stuff is. He has no idea how to help people in hospitals. He just knows how to stay home and not fight with his brothers. So, uh, but let's see. So what, what got you to, to go ahead and try to help out those doctors? Well, those doctors have done so much for us. They are putting their lives to save our lives. So I wanted to repay them by giving them cleaning supplies and giving them protective clothing so that they can be at least a little bit safer. So how do you do that? We, so our friend sent us masks and gloves. So we all donate that. We get shipments. People donate um, and we send it to hospitals. So just curious, because I got a LinkedIn today. Maybe we'll, we'll make a connection. Um, how many masks, just give me an idea, you know, a number. How many masks have you gotten to a hospital? Um, bo- uh, boxes, a few boxes. Okay. Uh, maybe I'll send, uh, I'll try to make a connection. I have a friend. Now, I'm not sure if he's trying to do business or help, but I'm sure as soon as he talks to you, he'll just want to help. Um, but his company only deals with like 10,000 and up. If, uh, if this friend could help you with 10,000 masks, would you know what to do with it? Yeah! Yay. <laughs> but that we're going to do later. That, it was just a connection earlier this evening. I can't tell you if he'll give it to you. I can't tell you if he'll help you with money. But he's a good guy. He likes racing cars. And his first name is Brad. But you don't know who he is. But that's okay. But we're going to see if this friend is willing to make the connection. He put it out on LinkedIn, not me. So we're going to see where that takes us. But um, yeah, that's what, go ahead. I wanted to add what Ilana said. So I was um, visiting to a child in the hospital who has the same doctor Ilana has. And uh, we were bringing, Anna and I were bringing goodie back to this child. And I was asking some of the people there, what do you guys need? And first thing said was, um, you need uh, safety supplies. And, um, you know, we were not allowed to see the child and we called the mother. She came down and we gave the bag 
to her and then we have a contact uh, are you still there? yeah yeah so we have uh doctors that we know it's like second home to us memorial Sloan. we asked them by email what can we do they send us a list of supplies that they need like they have standards that we have to meet and i came and started making uh phone calls we basically collected from everywhere from a construction company from china my friend is there she purchased them and shipped them to us from um, different resources suppliers from here a little bit here a little bit there so it was nice mixture of um different things like uh, those outfits bonnie outfits yeah the overall and the masks and all that so uh we shipped them and then now we have another shipment that came in and as soon as i feel better i feel i i, I haven't been feeling well and we never know what is what it is because i i did not test doctors uh insisted i don't go to hospital in case it's not corona there is a good chance that i can catch it so i did not go to hospital but we have been sick all of us going uh, it has been given to each of us. So as soon as I feel better, I will take the next shipment to the hospital. And if your friend wants to donate them, we get a lot of requests. We would love to have them so that we can donate them. Okay, cool. So I'll make that connection. And continuing, Alana, with what your mother told me earlier today, um, I didn't know children have piggy banks still. Like, I had a piggy bank because we actually had quarters and dimes and nickels. You just have credit cards. I know. But she did tell me that you started your piggy bank with your piggy bank and, and buying care packages for, for cancer children and visiting them. So, again, let's, let's get a little bit more into your story. Why are you doing this? I mean, it's great. It's fantastic. The world should be um, as mature as you and understanding as you and as kind and thoughtful as you, they're not. So that's why we're introducing um, Alana Koenig to the world, or at least to my world. So why, let's get more into the story. What happened a little bit with you, and, and why did you feel this need that you've gotten so involved with? Because when I was in the hospital, I was feeling terrible. I was feeling the worst. And I looked at other kids, and they were also they were also feeling the worst. And I didn't really think much of it then because I was also feeling the worst. But when I finally got out of the hospital and I got taken off of chemo, I started to think a little bit more about the other kids. And I started to think about how can I make their lives a little bit easier. And so I talked to my mom about it, and I decide, we decided together that we would donate PPE and we would donate safety supplies so that the the, hus the doctors and nurses would be safe and that would make the kids a little bit safer because the doctors and nurses are treating the kids. I just want to make them a little bit safer. And you spent the money from your piggy bank? Yeah, I spent, yeah. I, 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 I used my money to um, buy goodie bags and small gifts for the kids. Amazing. What what do you call goodies and small gifts? What does that mean? When mom asked us for graham crackers and um, diapers because the, di the diapers that they gave in the hospital were too small. So they asked for that and we gave them graham crackers and diapers. And another mom, we made a tiny goodie bag with like lots of treats and 
candies and like toys and we gave it to her so that she could play Passover meal oh yeah and we gave a Passover meal to a family because Okay, amazing. So you gave a Passover meal. So it, it turns out then that when we imagine what somebody in a hospital who's going through different treatments needs, it doesn't have to be something earth-shattering. It doesn't have to be something amazingly big and expensive. Um, it's really the small stuff that they're missing, and that we talked about, Rena. Small stuff that sort of falls through the cracks that people are not don't realize they need, and by the time they realize it, they, they can't get their hands on it. Yes, and even like recently, uh, there was someone who posted on um, a Facebook that, do you want to tell the story, birthday? Yeah, so she, paced, she posted on Facebook that it was her son's birthday. Um, her son had, was in, had cancer. She posted on Facebook that it was her son's birthday, but they couldn't have a birthday party because of COVID-19. So we decided to make online birthday party by calling by calling um, all of their friends, of his friends, and we even called a musician, and he played, on, we did it online, and I think that was really nice because um, we made, we put a smile on the boy's face. That was really that was nice. Good, good, Rena. I'm sorry. <laughs> say it, Rena, say it again. I'm sorry. I missed it. So uh, the boy was very upset, and he we made a surprise party for him. He did not know that he was going to have birthday party on online. So one of our board members uh, donated the musician. So we had we we got all the uh, songs that he likes, list of the songs. And the musician played, and we even posted on Facebook. The guy had the best time ever, and the mother thanked us on Facebook. So after that, we decided that we would do uh, babysitting, online babysitting, and having parties for children so that mothers could take some break. So our next party is on Saturday, and we mix cancer ki kids that have cancer with the kids that have cancer. So nobody knows who has cancer, who doesn't. It's just, it's a nice uh, team of children uh, having fun together, doing sing-along, and these mothers can take a little bit of break. Wow, amazing, amazing. Unbelievable. I mean, I'm, I'm amazed at all the work both of you do. Rena, don't get this wrong. I'm just more amazed by your daughter. I hope she doesn't mind me saying that. But... Um, I do know, um, Alana, that we're going to talk about High Lifeline and some other stuff. We'll get to that. But you did start your own foundation, which we talked about before. That's called the Koenig Childhood Cancer Foundation. What made you think that you could start your own foundation? Forget about what you do. We'll get well, to that later. But, but the fact that you believed that you could start your own foundation um, is amazing. Why, how did you think you could do that? Well, before I started, I used to be part of other foundations, and I was just, I was so impressed by what they did and how much money they donated, I, and I wanted to be a part of that. I wanted to help them. I wanted to help cancer kids the way that they do, so when I was 
before it started, I um, I talked to my mom and I told her I wanted help. I want to help these kids make their lives a little bit easier, even if even if it's just a little bit. I just want to make it easier so that they wouldn't be sad or as upset or as angry when they're going chemo. We decided to make these little care packages and we decided to donate PPE to make their lives safer and happier. So, you know, you didn't know this. Um, your mother does. Um, I have many, many um, jobs that I do, not just sitting here on a podcast. Um, I'm a third grade Rebbe. I'm a teacher. I'm also a fundraiser. And I can tell you um, 99 out of 100 people would love to help me fundraise as long as they don't have to ask anyone for money. Do you know how to ask people for money? Because that's what you have to do. Yeah, we know how to touch people's hearts. We know how to make them in the cancer kids' shoes. We know how to feel what they feel so that they could donate and help them. There you go. So, so Alana, you ha- after you touch them in their heart, you have to say, Mr. So-and-so, Mrs. So-and-so, I, you know, I know that you want to be involved in my foundation. I need you to please help me with $5,000, you got to be able to say those words. Can you say those words? Yeah. Okay, because remember... If you you have to know how much to ask for, but I'm sure your 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 friends can help you. The the board members can help you. You have to actually say those words. We need you to help us with a five thousand dollar gift, and then they'll start to give it to you. Otherwise, they think you're happy with five dollars. You're happy with five dollars, but you have to raise much much more. Yes, uh, so, yes. And you- <laughs> <laughs> okay, so. Um, Let's uh, let's backtrack a little bit. So when you finished your treatments, or you may have even been um, um, having some treatments, you got involved with High Lifeline. What does that mean? You got involved with High Lifeline. They. So my mom was spending nights with me in the hospital, and it was it was I I don't want to say terrible, but it wasn't that great because I. I needed, I needed to go to the bathroom every two hours because they were pumping liquids through my arms. And she had to wake up every two hours at night and help me. So it was exhausting for her. So one day, um, someone, she called High Lifeline and they sent a volunteer over to help. Um, and... It was like it was amazing. She, my mom, finally got a night where she could sleep the whole night without waking up. She woke up once or twice. It was much, much better than before. And the girl acted like my own mother. She acted. She was so amazing. She was. She is. She was just so amazing. Wow, amazing. So you're, you're thanking High Lifeline. Just want to make sure. Do you know the Hebrew phrase? When you show recognition, mitzvah. Well, it is a mitzvah, but it's it's a it's two words. It shows gratitude. It shows recognition. <laughs> Any idea, Lana? No idea. It's hakaras or hakarat hatov. Hakarat hatov. Hakarat 
Have you ever heard that phrase? Hakaratatov, hakarasatov. It show it means I recognize that you did me a favor. You've never heard that phrase? I think I've I've heard it a few times. Okay, good. Because it's a very, very important phrase. We talk about it all the time. That uh, that we and that's really what you do, right? You're thanking the doctors. You're showing appreciation. It's another word for appreciation. I appreciate what you did to me. I recognize most people. It's not fair to say, but many people have difficulty recognizing when someone does them a favor. You not only have the ability to recognize that someone does you a favor, but you have to go ahead and do what uh, I guess most 11-year-olds don't do and, and put an action behind um, that, that feeling of that I must recognize and I want to pay back. So high lifelines are very good. So you said high lifeline got involved with you. They sent a volunteer to the hospital. Your mother, Irina, got to go home, got to relax a little bit, got to be a person. And uh, she obviously didn't care, religious, not religious, who you are, what you are. You're a person. You need help. And she was there to help you. So how did you turn around and help high lifeline? Um, oh, yeah. So they... Um, High Lifeline, every, they have these things called, they have Shabbatones, like every two, no, two, two times a year, and it's like, come over on Shabbos and sleep over, and they have fun, and they make Shabbos so, they make it so much fun, um, so they, they let the kids have speeches, Every Shabbaton, and one time I made a speech, and I said, you are so you choose for the cancer world, for the cancer kids world, and I think that you are such amazing people for helping kids like me. Ah, so you have the ability to stand up in front of a room of people, um, and this is obviously not this year, this was uh, in previous years, and you can get up there and say to adults... Look what you've done to me. Thank you for what you've done to me. I appreciate what you've done for me. Please get involved in this amazing organization. Um, where does that courage to stand up come from? You can blame your mother if you want. Yeah. You can tell about singing at Larger Than Life and all that. They invite us to Florida. I think that I've gone through so much. So I feel like I built up. Built up all this courage while I was in the hospital because I was so I was so broken down in the hospital. So when I rebound, I came up. It was just like I rebounded back twice as hard and I rebounded by, back twice as courageous. And I feel that I'm very proud of that. You should be very proud of that. Your mother should be very proud. You should be very proud. We're getting towards the the end of our segment and the end of our interview. Um, but I'll probably take a few extra minutes. They'll be nice to me in the back room, and they'll give me a few extra minutes just to make sure we, we get everything done. Right, David? We're good for a few extra minutes? Yay! We have official permission from David. And whatever David says is what happens around here. So, um, I, I'll, so I, I, your mother told me you have a beautiful voice. You love to sing. Um, you actually had a famous um, Jewish singer come visit you. How did that, I think his name was Matisio. How was that? I think I, I was I was shocked. My 
Um, my mom tell me at the last second my mouth was hanging open. I was so excited, and when he through the door, I, I I felt like my heart was gonna burst. That was it was amazing. It was so cool. Great, great. So that's something like a high lifeline does. So you pay them back. You give speeches. You know, your mother told me I found it interesting. Um, when High Lifeline wants you to speak, I guess by one of their shop tones, do they send you down yourself, or you get to bring along the whole family? Um, I usually how shop tones work is that I go and I make the speech by myself. Uh, we go the larger than life. They oh, by larger than life, them. they bring you down. Okay. Whole family. If it is in Florida, they will fly us there for a week and Ilana will make a speech and she will sing the fight song. And then Lior, uh, this Israeli uh, magician, <laughs> we met him, we became friends with him because every event that we go, he happens to be there. Uh, so Ilana became his assistant. So these no. events... Sort of like assistance. So yeah. if the ally is in New Jersey, they will send us a car. We will go there. Ilana will make a speech or if it's in Manhattan. And it's me. When I um, get a chance, I can send you one of the videos. You can see how there are like a few thousand people. They all stand up. They all cry when Ilana talks. And they all uh to her and they stand up and say, okay, I am donating a tree in Israel in Ilana's name. Leaf of the tree, which is like $15,000 or something. And I caught one of them on the video. So she has the ability to touch people's hearts. And that's one of the reasons that we decided to start our organization right before the COVID started. Um, and we have raised a pretty good amount of money because Ilana knows how to convey the message and she knows how to raise money, whether it's a big sale, uh, her friends or she or us, we do bake sale or uh, sending messages to people, posting on Facebook. And we have raised a pretty good amount of money. That's why we were able to um, donate to hospitals and deliver food Passover food to cancer families and help them financially. Lately, we started to help some families to pay their bills because we have experienced that firsthand. And as a matter of fact, I think we are in Baltimore when we were at John Hopkins, Johns Hopkins Hospital. We stayed at Tikwa House and High Lifeline. People were amazingly helpful to us. My younger daughter went to um, school there um, in Baltimore in Pixwell and for the whole time that we were there three four weeks and they would come visit Ilana and us uh, all the time so these organizations did amazing things for us Ilana goes to Simcha Camp Simcha and uh, you know we we talked to them with High Lifeline and we said blessing by scholars blessing when we started the foundation and we said that our goal is to help those families we are together in this at the moment with the covid emergency we are helping the hospitals uh especially those hospitals that saved Delana's life uh but it's needed to that more donations we get more uh supplies we purchase 
we will involve other hospitals as well. Amazing. So as we're getting ready to wrap up, I'm going to ask you both. You can answer, well, not at the same time. But um, first of all, um, I want you to leave us with something. What would you like to leave us with? Um, and after you each tell me what you want to, the message you would like to leave us with, please tell us how we can get involved um, in the Koenig Childhood Cancer Foundation. So, but of course, mother first. Keep it aim. Got to honor your mother first. So our goal is to spread the word, word about Koenig Childhood Cancer Foundation, about Ilana, and raise as much as uh, possible as much possible money as possible as much money as possible so that we can help more hospitals we can help more um children fighting cancers specifically now uh that they are even they can they are more vulnerable than anyone else so they can't even go out uh at the moment so our website is thecf.org you can see all the good stuff that we did on our website. You can follow us on Instagram, Ilana Konik, Ilana Konik. Uh, actually, all that information is on our website, Konik Childhood Cancer Foundation, thekccf.org. And Ilana, what's our goal? <laughs> our goal is to raise enough money to, to find a cure for cancer, maybe even. Wow. <laughs> Eventually. That's the long-term goal. But I like the first goal. The first goal is just taking care of the people, um, whether it's the parents, whether it's the children, even the little stuff, and certainly some of the bigger things, which means that uh, the financial issues that many, many parents have. Alana, could you please say the name of the website? I want to make sure we get it clear because I've had some breakups uh, in the sound. Say the name of the website again, please. T H E kccf.org okay so the it's the t-h-e the kccf.org and of course kccf is the koenig childhood cancer foundation i must say alana i am amazed i am i am blown away there's a lot a lot that a lot of people could learn from you rena you definitely have what to be proud of look i would never wish on anyone they should have to go through some of the suffering you went through, but there is no question that you have come out an amazing person. I appreciate both of you joining us. Um, I will send a message to my friend. I can't tell you where it'll go, but I hope he will contact you. And, of course, we'll see where it comes from. So my music is starting to play. Yeah, my music is starting to play. So I have to say goodbye. I'm going to say bye to both of you. Have a great Shabbos. Thank you for joining my show, and we'll be in touch. You'll tell me how things are going. So, you've been listening to Rabbi T. Jacobson on NRM Streamcast. And remember, stay home, stay safe, enjoy your children. Until next time, again, I'm Rabbi T. on Let's Talk Torah. You've been listening to NRM Streamcast. And until next time, don't forget to think about it. Special thing.